I want to talk right now with a friend of the show, Ian Lee, associate professor at Carleton University Sprott School of Business. Ian, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. My pleasure, Carly. So there was a leak this weekend um, that occurred on Sunday. It was by CBC Radio Canada. Uh, The Toronto Star was involved with this. So was the International Consortium of investigative journalists. It's the largest uh, leak ever, which uh, points to Canadians who keep keeping money in offshore tax havens, and they're calling them the Paradise Papers. I thought you could run us through this, sort of like a Paradise Papers for dummies. Because <laughs> there are a lot of big names uh, that are named as, you know, in, as having uh, money offshore, like uh, Paul Martin, Jean Chrétien, Brian Mulroney. Those are big names. Uh, what exactly is happening? Uh, we cannot uh, um, uh, jump to conclusions. Um, I should say I don't have any relationship with any of these people. I certainly do not have any offshore accounts. I'm just a poor professor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm being very uh, uh, setting that aside, and that, that that's actually true. I don't have any offshore accounts. But uh, it's not illegal to have an offshore account, and people have to understand that. I think some of the uh, reporting so far has been quite sensationalist, and the in the sense that there's, I think, a fairly clear suggestion or inference that if you're offshore, if you have something offshore, it's it's illegal. And that is simply not the case. Um, let me just explain that and clarify and qualify that. Under our tax act, the Income Tax Act of Canada, if you are deemed to be a resident for tax purposes of Canada... Mm-hmm. You must declare your world income no matter where you make your money or where your assets are located. It is not illegal to make money outside of Canada. It's not illegal to own assets outside of Canada. What is illegal is to refuse to tell the tax department about it. It's not have. I teach every year in Europe and in Mm -hmm. China, and I am paid money, real money. And I report it on my tax return, not to China, not to Poland, but on my annual tax return to the CRA, Canada Revenue Agency. I declare that income, and I pay taxes to Canada on that income, as I am required to by law. I don't do it out of the goodness of my heart. I do it because that's the law. So if you have assets outside of Canada, you own assets in the United States or you own assets in Europe, it is perfectly legal. What is illegal is to hide it from the tax authorities. And where the reporting has gone, I think it to be, this is my judgment, mm-hmm. the reporting has gone a little bit off, is to suggest that these people are hiding it when they do not know. They, they are just seen. named right now. They are only names, and they we until we see the tax return, and of course tax returns are confidential, although we will know if revenue, if CRA goes after them mm-hmm. and lays charges for tax evasion, then it's kind of uh, obvious that the person didn't. But we cannot assume that because a person has a um, uh, uh, an offshore account that they are have broken the law. Some people have said to me, well, why on earth do they have assets outside of Canada? Well, the answer is it's part of globalization, and uh, it's a big world out there. And, uh, and you, you, it, as I said, you can own assets. There's lots of Canadians mm-hmm. that own properties in the United States. Perfectly legal. You can own properties in Europe and, and rent them out for income, and then that becomes a taxable asset. 
And again, I'm not trying to defend any of these people. Well, we're, I, you're here to clarify, and that's I'm exactly what we're now, looking for. Any of those people, it turns out, did not declare. Right. So if I'm the CRA it. and I say Jean Chrétien, oh, his name showed up, Jean Chrétien, Jean Chrétien. Uh, you've got nothing. We have no, uh, you've not said that you're making money or have money in Barbados or Bermuda. That's a massive red flag. Now we're going to look into you. Exactly. And, exactly. And if you have, you know, you have nothing to fear. If you've been declaring your income and your assets to CRA, your world income, mm-hmm. world income, that means everywhere in the world that you make money, then you're okay. I mean, so what if I'm Jean Chrétien and I say, okay, well, I want to own a piece of property, sink money into a property. I'm just using him as an example because sure. he was named. Sink uh, money into a property in Barbados. So I've invested in Barbados. I would write that down in my in my uh, tax, my income in, on my income tax sheet that I have this property and it's making me this much money. You know, is the question mark for Canadians? Okay, you're investing over here, but the optics don't look good because you're not investing in Canada and you're paying a lower tax on that property in Barbados. Is that the big problem that people are having with this? I think that some of that is coming into. Well, there's two parts. One mm-hmm. part is that people are assuming that if you're off, if you're offshore, you're not declaring it, so they're making an assumption that isn't necessarily true. That you're hiding money. You're hiding money. Then the other argument is, the, a more sophisticated criticism by some Canadians is, I understand you're not hiding it. I understand you're declaring it, but you should be investing, as you just pointed out, you should be investing that money in, in Canada. And um, I just want to make, Kelly, it's a very important point here because I think people sometimes mix things up because the Tax Act is massively complicated. Mm-hmm. I remember a former deputy minister some years ago said he thought at that time, it was about 20 years ago, said he thought there were only 20 people in all Canada that understood the tax act from top to bottom. Wow. To end. I mean, really had a profound understanding. I do not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is so devilishly complex. But the point I want to make very quickly is there's let we must make a sharp distinction between corporate taxation and personal taxation. Corporations do not pay their world income in one country. They file multiple tax returns in multiple countries. So that's why you hear of companies like Apple and Google who are declaring income in in Ireland, which has very low corporate tax rates, and then they're Right. And that's the question, right? Is the question mark, is that okay to take the money, you know, set up a headquarters in a place where there's a big tax break? That's the point where I wanted to get at. getting around it. to separate. And by the way, there's a lot of criticism of that. Sure. These corporations. Not in Ireland. I lived there during the Celtic Tiger. They were more than happy. Oh, they were. Yes. Mm -hmm. And and they seek out companies like a Google or an Apple and um, and they invest there because the tax rates are very low. Sure. That's perfectly legal if 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 uh, if questionable. There's a lot of people saying that's not right. But the point is, corporations pay uh, file in multiple. They have multiple residencies, if I can use that word. They have multiple um, existences and they're in multiple countries and they file multiple tax returns. Unlike you and me, mm. unlike under tax treaties around the world, and by the way, Canada has dozens. I think we have over 100 tax treaties with countries around the world to ensure you're not taxed twice on the right. same income. So if you're working, like I teach, as I said, once a year in Poland, I don't pay tax to Poland or to China because of tax treaties, because I'm a citizen for tax purposes of Canada. I pay my world income in Canada. And likewise, a Polish person, if he was working in Canada, pays his income to Poland and pays the taxes in Poland. So individuals don't file multiple tax returns around the world 
unlike Google or Apple. So we must make a distinction. It's a very important difference between individuals and corporations. And some people may get mixed up saying, well, what about these companies like Apple and Google who are getting away with murder because right. they're paying only 5% tax because they're filing in low tax havens? Well, that's, that corporations are in a very different kettle of fish, are a very different kettle of fish from you and I and individuals, even if you're a rich individual called the Bronfmans. That's exactly who I wanted to go to, lead fundraiser for Trudeau in 2015. Yeah. Apparently, he's got some money. He's named uh, as yeah. one of the people in the Paradise Papers. Is this bad for the Trudeau government, the optics? I think now, now, <laughs> I was hoping you were going to ask me that question. As distinct from the legality, and he has claimed I'm perfectly legal, I didn't do anything wrong, I filed my returns, I've disclosed it, I'm okay. That's what he said. But the optics are just awful. Mm. And I say they're awful because the government, this government, Pierre, excuse me, Justin Trudeau, said Pierre Trudeau, Justin Trudeau is a close personal friend of Mr. Bronfman. Mr. Bronfman is one of those fabulously wealthy people, you know, in the multi, you know, or in the billions. And so the optics of having these uh, uh, close uh, personal relationships, yeah, is is, is and and then being the chief, not just a personal friend of the prime minister, he's the chief fundraiser for the Liberal Party of Canada. And you know, I remember that famous phrase of Augustus Caesar. He said, "Not only must Caesar's wife be honest, Caesar's wife must appear." to be honest. And that's the problem. I think the optics are going to be very, very damaging to the Liberals, especially coming on on, on the heels of Morneau and, and private villas in France that he mm-hmm. wasn't declaring and, and not declaring uh, in a blind trust his assets. So it's, it's piling up, it's compounding, and the smell factor, even if there was, there's no evidence of actual wrongdoing, I think the smell factor is getting stronger. Ian, I always appreciate you joining us on the show. Thanks for making sense of this for us. My pleasure. Thanks. Cheers. There's Ian Lee, who's associate professor at Carleton University's Sprott School of Business. The optics are bad, and apparently, according to Ian, so is the scent in some cases. It's Talk Radio, AM640 Toronto.